Hello, and welcome to episode 431 of Awards Daily's Watercooler Podcast. I'm your host, Clarence Moy, and I'm joined by the other two M's. M's, we're back around the cooler together again. So let's go around and tell the listeners who you are and where they can find you on the internet. Megan, since you weren't here last week, the floor is yours. Hello. Thank you. Hi, I'm Megan McLaughlin. You can find me on Twitter at HeyDudeMeg. Joey? Hi, you can't get rid of me, and apparently I'm always here. Hi, I'm Joey Moser. You can find me on Twitter at JoeyMoser83. You turn up like a bad penny. Um, <laughs> and uh, again, I'm Clarence Moy. You can find me on Twitter uh, on X at Clarence Moy. Although, I don't know how much longer you're going to be able to find me on X because I did read today that Elon was toying with the idea of making it a a a pay service which if that becomes the case no. then i will be off of twitter i'm not paying for that <laughs> so uh i probably will oh I, mean, I love twitter i can't help it i and know i'm addicted to it but i'm addicted to the right uh, it, it, yeah no, no, it's not healthy it's not healthy for me <laughs> i mean i i use it i think i think other people might use it more unhealthily than me but i do enjoy it it's the one social media network that i enjoy well i do tend to find that you have a healthy attitude about most things but me i just (laughs) like i just spend more time muting certain words i don't want to mute or block people unless they're hateful or just horrible um but i mute a lot of phrases so wow (laughs) yeah i spend a lot of time on that and so basically um my twitter feed you know every now and again something will will you know seep through but mostly it's just uh all disney and taylor swift (laughs) (laughs) um what's anyway uh what's funny is i i will i i muted (laughs) for uh, very specific reasons i muted the words left and right (laughs) so i'll be (gasps) scrolling through these responses all of a sudden it says this contains a phrase that you muted and i'm like okay (laughs) what what was this and then it was like I left my <laughs> Burger King in the car or something like that. Something innocuous. I'm like, why did I hate Burger King? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that is wow. so funny. That's left. hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I'm 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 ready to be done with it. But uh, anyway, I'm still there. And for now, you can find me on Twitter at Clarence Moore. How are you guys? Been a long time. Good. Yeah. I know. I've missed you guys. It's It has been a long time. Well, you and your incredibly busy social calendar. I guess. Yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, but you guys also had a busy social calendar with being at, at festivals, like two huge festivals. So, um, yeah, that's that's exciting. Yes. You got to do that. Yeah. Yes, we very briefly talked about it last week, but since we've done so much writing about it, um, or, and I did a, a video podcast with Mark, who we went to Telluride with, so um, we kind of avoided talking about it last week. So, cool. there we go. Yeah, but we had a good time. Uh, and I can't wait for you to catch up on some movies so that uh, we can talk about what we've seen. And, yeah, uh, I know, me too. You know what's funny is like I'm actually excited about some of the fall movies that are coming out. Like I don't know if you feel like like Haunting in Venice was one. I was like, oh, I do want to see that. But the other one that I kind of want to see, unrelated to the Oscar race, is Saw X. Uh, did you see that cute commercial with the Jigsaw, yes. the little puppet that is pretending to be Nicole Kidman? I thought that was so genius, and uh, I, I mean, I had wanted to see it before, but I was like, oh my god, I love this. 
It was genius and it was a lot of fun. And I was, you know, AMC theaters, whoever runs their social media um, handles, they get the bad sport award of the week because they made, what did they, do? they made them take it down. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, unless somebody is lying, which, you know, I know nobody ever lies on Twitter, but, uh, <laughs> there was, there was some message that indicated, well, since Saul had to take this down, I got the the video and here it is again. So. Oh my gosh. That is so stupid. That's that, dumb. Yeah. That was so cute. It made me love the original even more actually. Like that's so. That's it was so very, very clever. And, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's Saw is, in, you know, obviously Saw X, so 10 movies. Um, I assume that means 10 movies. Um, they need some kind of viral thing like this to, to, to get interest back into it. Yeah. So I was really excited. I thought that it was really clever and funny. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I totally want to see this. Yeah, there are some non-Oscary things. Uh, of course, we did our, our full movie preview a couple of weeks ago, but there's... Uh, um, some non-Oscary things that I'm looking forward to in the next couple of weeks, too. Uh, not the least of which is the uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift Arrows Tour m- music uh, movie. Oh, that's going to be <laughs> wild. I know. Yeah. It is going to be wild. Anyway. <laughs> I watched poor- some movies recently that were... Um, well, one I watched was It's on Pittsburgh, uh, Striking Distance with Bruce Willis. <gasps> yeah. Just oh, celebrated yeah. its thir- its uh, 30th anniversary. Uh, so I've never... God. Yeah, so I had never seen it. So I watched it over the weekend and oh, it's so it was it's so fun. Like it's just a stupid, silly movie. And I kept thinking that if how did this get made? The podcast ever comes to Pittsburgh, that sh- that should be the movie that they do when when they, if they did a live show. <laughs> and then I also watched speaking of how did this get made, they're watching this week. Have you ever heard of the movie Jonathan Livingston Seagull? Not no. the movie. I've it's, heard of the book. Okay, it's it's a uh, like with a soundtrack from Neil Diamond, which I watched it um, after I watched Striking Distance. Um, and it's about this like seagull who wants more than life, more in life than being a seagull, wants to fly really high and stuff. But it's also like, it's just footage of seagulls, like with a voice over it and a lot of music. And, but it's also shows like real life footage. So these seagulls are like attacking each other, getting all bloody. Like there's one seagull like clip where it, it dies. Like, um, it's really, it's really wild, but I'm interested to see they're, they're doing that this week on the podcast. And so I, uh, wanted to see it. And I asked my mom about it. She's like, Oh my God, I had the soundtrack. Cause I was like, you were like, uh, you were in college when this was, this came out. She's like, Oh yeah, I had the sound. I had the album. <laughs> I thought that was really <laughs> funny. funny. Yeah. I, uh, I really love the book. The book moved me quite a bit when I read really? it in junior high. It is yeah. moving too. Yeah. It's all about like you know, reincarnation and, and trying to live, you know, to improve your life, um, trying to get each life right. So you can move on. I I believe that's what it was. Yeah. I I thought it was like, I almost felt like it was almost beyond my comprehension the way the way, at least it's, it's maybe the book is different, but I felt like, Whoa, there's a lot to unpack here, like religious wise and like, there's a, you could go in so many different ways. It was almost overwhelming. But I enjoyed yeah, it. Well, but it was nominated. I see. I had, I had no idea there was that movie existed. But it was nominated for two Oscars. Was it really? Oh. Was it for music? Best cinematography and best editing. Oh, oh interesting. That is interesting. 
No, uh, no nominations for Neil Diamond. Did he write new songs for the score or was it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. See, Neil Diamond has always been the, um, the, uh, the butt of jokes until recently. Like, I feel like he, it's been in the last 10 or 15 years that people started to appreciate his songs, particularly when, um, Tarantino put so much of him in, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hmm. Oh, what did he put from him? I, I well, don't he, remember. That scene where uh, Brad Pitt pulls up and picks up um, uh, Margaret Qualley. It's uh, the the traveling sail. The tra- oh. oh, I love that song. Um, traveling. I can't think of the name. I'm gonna look it up. Once. Salvation show. Brothers yes, love yes, traveling yes, salvation. Okay, yep. got it. Yeah, that is a a great song. Anyway, um, well, speaking of movies, you know what we haven't done yet, and we, we, we're a month late doing it, and I don't know if you guys want to maybe do this next week, but um, we have not made our selections for our Fantasy, Fantasy Oscar, Oscar pool yet. I almost feel like it'll be more interesting to do it now. Well, yeah, I think yeah, we could do it next week. I don't Pretty think good. we're too late. All right. We usually, historically, we have done it where in August before like any reviews of the films come out, we're just going side unseen, but well, we can do it. Uh, I mean, we can't obviously turn back time. Um, God, if I could. I mean, you can't. Share can. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, let's, let's do it. Um, let's do it next week. So we'll sure. uh, get your lists together, get your, uh, and, and get ready for Joey. You just go ahead and spritz your mouth so you can say god damn it god damn it over and over again <laughs> <laughs> i'll have a list ready i will say that um my friend lingesh who i met in toronto for the first time i talked to him for years hi lingesh he um is a listener of our podcast and he had messaged me like an hour before we jumped on the line and he was like are you guys gonna do fantasy oscar because you guys need to do fantasy oscar and i was like oh yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, and, and last year I was, I, I said, I was going to, I know that one year we tied a component into the site. I, I was able to, to, to finagle something. So we had a little bit of a horse race graphic going on there, but I just, uh, forgot about it last year. I don't know. It's just stuff just happens. <laughs> Guy, that's the best explanation I have. Um, so <laughs> just to remind myself, we pick five actors, five actresses and three pictures. Yes. All right. I'll have to comb through my list to see who I'm getting. Yep. Yep. Let's see who if we all fight over Jonathan Majors. <laughs> and I, I want to say and I want to say that you all have a leg up on me because you've seen the movies, but I know that it doesn't matter cuz even I'm going to lose this anyway. So There's always this year, Megan. Come on. Positivity. <laughs> I will hold my breath on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I did watch some mo- older movies this weekend as well. I finally watched uh, Oliver Stone's Nixon, which I will be writing about yes. um, sometime this week. Oh. Yes, I, I made the mistake of, of getting the um, extended cut, the director's cut. Like 12 uh, hours long. And... Uh, it's it's long. <laughs> it, it's long. It's like three and a half hours, um, and you can immediately tell what is a direct what what is an ed- added scene because they don't. It's they're way too long. They don't fit. I mean, it it 
Anthony Hopkins is this is a, a brilliant performance, but um, you know these scenes are just it, it just makes everything that is implicit in the rest of the film just that much more explicit. And I think it is a weaker film for it. I would definitely recommend that people go back if they had any interest in this film at all. Do not watch the director's cut. Watch the theatrical cut, which is only three hours long. Because um, I think I, I think it takes away from the. There, there's just so much that just diverts from what I think the the most important theme of it is, which is this. Well, I'm going to write about it, and you can read it on the site. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't also, ruin, don't ruin it. But that's exciting. That I'm glad that you're doing that. Yeah, um, I've also watched half of Boogie Nights. Oh, uh, I love Boogie Nights. God, that is a that is a that is an effortless film like i it just flies by it is so easy to watch and it's i mean there's difficult stuff that happens in it what i mean it's just it's it's like i've never had like hardcore drugs but it's just it it, it would it is the cinematic equivalent of what i would think it would be like to be on like cocaine or heroin or like <laughs> just it's just it just it just flies by it beats it's just it's so good so good. It's been like probably 15 years since I've seen it, but I remember when I first watched it, my sister and I, I think might've watched it together and we were, or she had seen it before. And we were, I was trying to learn the poem that John C. Riley <laughs> recites it. Do you remember that yep. poem? Yeah. Yep. Like I was like, I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. I love it so much. And I've completely forgotten it. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I did get past that. I did not get to the part Spoiler alert for people who haven't seen this film. I did not get to the part where everything just starts to go wrong. I think it's when William H. Macy comes and. Uh, oh, that scene with the house and the house. Yeah. Yeah. That's a it wild scene. Yeah, that is. Something that I always thought was really funny about that movie is I got a poster of Boogie Nights from like a video store. And I remember I had it on my wall in my bedroom and I didn't realize until like one day that the way that the the graphics are shaped on the Boogie Nights poster, it's literally Mickey Mouse's head turned to the side. What? I'm sending it to you. Hold okay. On. But I've never been able to unsee it. Like like it's not Mickey Mouse, but it's not it's not not Mickey Mouse. Um hold on. Oh, I see it. Do you know what I mean? Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Okay, hold on. And I've never been able to uh there, I'm sending. I sent it to you in the group chat, but it's just sort of like oh. <laughs> ever since ever, the shape of it is Mickey, like the classic silhouette of Mickey Mouse's head. Yeah, yeah. It's just on the side. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I like porn. What do you think <laughs> that means, Joey? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm thinking that the 1970s porn industry in Los Angeles is really fueled by Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you can send your letters too. <laughs> Oh, saving is saving mr banks takes on an entire new <laughs> i also i also forgot to mention i uh i saw um steve martin and martin short last week and uh, and in, in, in concert i don't know whatever it was they were fabulous an evening they were, with yeah they were so good oh my god oh, i was awesome. laughing hysterically yeah they were awesome i love them so much um all right so, uh, should we jump to our main topic this week? Which now I'm, I'm, I'm too bad we're not recording a video podcast since I'm in my tuxedo. Um, oh, again, wait, I'm, for real? <laughs> no, I'm Are kidding. you lying to me? I, I'm not wearing a tuxedo. 
wearing if Clarence, if, if Clarence made the effort to put on a tuxedo, we would be doing a video up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We would be on. Can I can sure. I say my red carpet is Megan is wearing Prada tonight. I'm wearing Prada. Vintage Prada. I'm sorry. I'm just naked. Have, so I have uh, to return these jewels right after. Um, like they cost so much money, you know. <laughs> Um, I'm wearing a uh, vintage, as in three-year-old, uh, no, four-years-old uh, Stranger Things t-shirt. Oh. And Joey, what are you wearing? <laughs> no, Joey said he was naked. Oh, naked. got it, got it. I'm wearing a Keith Haring sleeveless tank top, which is... Oh. I knew you were going to say you were wearing a tank top. Yeah. I was wearing tank always, top around the house. He's always wearing a tank top. But so am I, though, to be honest. I don't own one. Wow, good for you. No, I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, so what we wanted to do was for listeners of our podcast, we wanted to reveal the winners of the 2023 Cooler Awards, which were again voted on by the readers and the staff of Awards Daily TV. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through the winners here. And then, of course, we're going to be putting this up on the website later on this week. But we wanted to give our loyal podcast listeners a, uh, a surprise or a present, and we'll reveal the winners right here on this week's podcast. So with that said, we're going to start with you, Megan, and the category of Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Limited Series. The nominees for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or Anthology Series are Murray Bartlett, Welcome to Chippendales, Richard Jenkins, Dahmer, Monster, The Jeffrey Dahmer Story, Joseph Lee, Beef, Ray Liotta, Blackbird, Young Manzino, Beef, Paul Walter Hauser, Blackbird. And the winner is Paul Walter Hauser, Blackbird. Sorry, we couldn't hear the applause for each of the nominees. So we couldn't <laughs> tell who was going to win. Um, yes, this one... Uh, uh, just, I'm not going to reveal the vote tallies, but uh, this one was fairly close um, between mm. Paul Walter Hauser and Richard Jenkins. Um, they're closer than others, I will say. There were a lot of runaways here, um, which we will go into later. But uh, yeah, Paul Walter Hauser uh, for Blackbird. So there we go. Joey. Supporting actress, right? Uh, bant banter, banter, banter. Uh, supporting actress in a limited or anthology series. I'm not gonna god, tell, thank god. And our writers are on strike. I know, thank god. Uh, the nominees are Maria Bello for Beef, Olivia Coleman, Great Expectations, Jennifer Coolidge for some reason for The Watcher, Claire Danes, Fleischman is in Trouble, Elizabeth Marvel, Mrs. Davis. Nisi Nash Betts, Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, Lily Robb, Love and Death, and Suki Waterhouse, Daisy Jones and the Six. I wish I could have like opening another one. Um, the winner is Nisi Nash Betts for Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, this one was a was a runaway. Um, the second runner-up by I mean, she Nisi Nash Betts tripled Maria Bello's score for beef, but oh. uh um, but, uh, yes, there we go. We have that Nisi Nash, but it's Dahmer. Thank you, Joey. I was trying to make a cut in half joke, but I couldn't think of one fast enough. <laughs> to make a cut in half joke. I'm, I'm feeling stupid for a second. Cause she gets like sliced in half. By oh, the door. door. That's right. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's uh, 
Uh, All right. Um, I have the pleasure of announcing lead actor in a limited or anthology series. And the nominees are Sam Clayfin, Sam Clayflin, <laughs> Daisy Jones and the Six, Aaron Edgerton, Blackbird, Evan Peters, Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, Daniel Radcliffe, Weird, B.L. Yankovic story, Ben Wishaw, This Is Going to Hurt, Stephen Yoon, Beef. And the winner is... We have a tie. Ooh. We have a tie between Evan Peters and Stephen Yoon. Ooh, that's very interesting. Yes, which I'm glad about because uh, they both give uh, very strong performances. But, um, yeah, both uh, Daniel Radcliffe, a relatively close third. Mm. So. That's surprising. I thought he would be number one and take it, but... Hmm. Well, these aren't the Mosers. No. <laughs> I did. I didn't give enough money to have my name on the trophy. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Megan, back to you for okay actress in a limited series lead actress in a limited or anthology series. The nominees are Jessica Chastain, George and Tammy, Betty Gilpin, Mrs. Davis, Riley Keough, Daisy Jones and the Six, Elizabeth Olsen, Love and Death. Sydney Sweeney, Reality, Rachel Weiss, Dead Ringers, and Ali Wong, Beef. And the winner is Ali Wong, Beef. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't Rachel Weiss, I would uh, say it should be Ali Wong. I would say that's a, this is a good category. There's a it lot is. of good performances mm-hmm. in it. I wish I liked Beef better. I wish I... I do like Ali Wong. I think she's really good at it, but I wish I liked the anthology of the series, limited series, as much as hmm. everybody else does, it seems like. She stands alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's close out the limited series category with you, Joy. Sure, limited anthology series. The nominees are Beef, Blackbird, Daisy Jones and the Six, Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, Fleischman is in trouble and love and death. And the winner is Megan's favorite show, Beef. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, Let me check and see. Sorry, I I navigated away from the screen. Uh, Not close here, this one. Um, Beef doubled um, Dahmer's Mm, folks. Wow. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. I will say I am glad that our readers uh, put in Fleischman as in trouble. I was really worried that that show for like the whole season wasn't going to do well. And I was wrong because, I mean, it did very well at the Emmys and it did well here. So I think that's great. And our readers clearly loved Love and Death much more than the Television Academy. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, and Blackbird, too. All right. Um. Let's start the comedy races and the nominees for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series are Anthony Carrigan, Barry, Phil Dunster, Ted Lasso, Harrison Ford, Shrinking, Brett Goldstein, Ted Lasso, Tony Shalhoub, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Tyler James Williams, Abbott Elementary, and Henry Winkler, Barry. 
And the cooler goes to Phil Dunster, Ted Lasso. Yay! Um, looking at the yeah, uh, this was actually um, this was a very, very, very close race. There were about four people um, that uh, were neck and neck, um, and once the tallies came in, uh, Phil Dunster uh, emerged victorious. But Tyler James Williams, Harrison Ford, and Anthony Carrigan were all in the running for sure. All right, nice. Megan. Okay, so we've got uh, Outstanding Supporting Actors in a Comedy Series, and the nominees are Alex Borstein, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Ioetta Beery, The Bear, Sarah Goldberg, Barry, Janelle James, Abbott Elementary, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Abbott Elementary, Hannah Waddingham, Ted Lasso, and the winner is Ioetta Beery for The Bear! Oh, Yay. she is everywhere. I actually think she's a front runner for um, the Emmy. I would I not really, be surprised. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's so good on that show too. And as Joey it's said, she everything. is literally everywhere. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I feel like I ran into her on the streets. <laughs> I didn't, but I feel like I have. She's literally in everything. All right. Uh Joey. Actor in a com is it actor? Oh wait, is that next? Yes. yes. Actor in a comedy series. Lead actor in a comedy series. The nominees are Bill Hader, Barry, Nicholas Holt, R.I.P. The great. Uh the great, not him. He didn't Nicholas Holt anyway. is still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking <laughs> news. Uh Steve Martin, only murders in the building. Martin Short, only murders in the building. Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, Jeremy Allen White, Zabair. And the cooler goes to Jeremy Allen White, the bear. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he'll, I wish, okay. Jeremy Allen White is here tonight to accept this and he is shirtless and he has just <laughs> been on the picket lines for you. Yeah. And he's doing push-ups. He's doing push-ups. <laughs> he's and not talking taking, about his work. And now he's <laughs> taking a smoke break. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to lead actress in a comedy series. And the nominees are Christina Applegate, Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary, Selena Gomez, Only Murders in the Building, Natasha Leone, Poker Face, Jenna Ortega, Wednesday, and Helene, oh God, I'm going to say this wrong. Helena York, Helena. the other two. <laughs> did I say it right? You did. Why you can't bring me on award shows? Uh, and the winner is oh oh my god we got a tie again. Why do I have <gasps> all the ties? The tie. You just want to be, you just want to be Ingrid Bergman. <laughs> uh, the winners are Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary, Yay! and Natasha Leone, Poker Face. Ooh, those are both two good winners. That is, they are very good winners. Um. All right. Moving on to, and there's not really anything special to say. I mean, they they mathematically tied. So that's that's <laughs> um, Megan. Back to so, you. So I am now announcing the comedy nominations. Um, so we have Abbott Elementary, Barry, The Bear, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, and What We Do in the Shadows. And the winner is the bear. Rawr. Ah, rawr. Fresh from Disneyland world. 
Sorry. Did you guys hear about the, that? Did you hear there was a bear in Disney World today? No. Yes, I did hear that. Did they find what? it? Did they like? They did. Yeah, it was like it, running around or something. Yeah. They, like in it, not in the park itself. They were in like it was in the woods, kind of north of the. Like I, I don't think it was anywhere near guests, but yes, they did find it. It was up a tree, and uh, they um, sedated it and moved it to an Aww. animal reserve. They didn't kill oh, it. <laughs> now True. it's an animatron in the Country Bears Jamboree. <laughs> oh, now starring in Five Nights at Freddy's, the bear. <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, Joey. All right, supporting actor. Supporting actor. Yeah. Hold on. Ba, 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 ba. Supporting actor in a drama series. The nominees are Nicholas Braun, Succession. Theo James, The White Lotus, Sicily. Matthew McFadden, Succession. Alan Ruck, Succession. Alexander <laughs> Skarsgård, Succession. Clarence Moy, Succession. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> Matt Smith, House I literally clicked off of it. House of the Dragon. Is this going to be like Golden Globe situation? And and what's her face wins for weeds when all the Desperate Housewives people? No, it's Matthew McFadden. First succession. Yay! <laughs> Extraordinarily well deserved. And I will say this is one of the runaway categories where um, he so far outstripped anybody else nominated in this category. Um, the second runner up was Matt Smith, but that's. Or the first runner-up was Matt Smith, House of the Dragon. But I will say it's like miles away <laughs> in terms of the vote count. That's funny. So congratulations, Mr. McFadden. I'm, I'm sure you're uh, extraordinarily happy. And we'll, of course, be mailing all of our cool rewards out to the, uh, the recipients. <laughs> the envelopes will be very wet. <laughs> Joey. What? <laughs> going to make a joke, but oh well. No, I can't. <laughs> Okay, uh, and the nominees for supporting actress in a drama series are Jennifer Coolidge, The White Lotus, Sicily, Elizabeth Debicki, The Crown, Megan Fay, The White Lotus, Sicily, Aubrey Plaza, The White Lotus, Sicily, Christina Ricci, Yellow Jackets, Ray Seahorn, Better Call Saul, J. Smith Cameron, Succession, and the winner is Megan Fay. The White Lotus. Wow, Sicily. what a surprise! Yes, I was a surprise. I want. I voted for her when we did the voting. I want her to win so bad. I want her to win I the Emmy. I can't remember. I might have voted for her too. I can't remember. Clarence uh, is just like actually neither of you actually voted. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I voted. No, I, voted. I forced it. <laughs> no, <laughs> only with Megan. Um, it. Uh, yeah, I laughed in the middle of that because I was I remembered a tweet that I said where I saw earlier today where someone had re had received a uh DM from the Queen. And it's like, hey, it's me, QE2. I'm not really dead. I need 200 pounds. And Diana's here with me too. I saw and, that. Oh my and god. The, and the second tweet this the second line was, Hi, it's Diana, I love you, or something. Oh my god! I laughed and laughed and laughed. Oh okay. god, that's funny. All right, last three categories: the, the tension you could cut it with a knife. <laughs> Megan. So we've got outstanding actor in a drama series, and the nominees are Patty Constantine, House of the Dragon, 
Brian Cox, Succession, Kieran Culkin, Succession, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us, and Jeremy Strong, Succession. And the winner is... Oh my God, get on up here. It's Kieran Culkin! (laughs) (laughs) Is he really in that envelope? (laughs) (laughs) It's It's a dick pic. <laughs> what if you just opened it? It was just a dick pic, and it had like, no I name. I recognize that dick anywhere. <laughs> Get on up here, Karen Culkin. Um, is it bad form for me to say that of all of the people voted on in all of the categories for the Cooler Awards, Brian Cox was the only one to not receive a single <gasps> vote? I thought I really? voted for him. Wait, I thought I voted for him from our readers. Oh, got it. Okay. Because I that did That is vote. interesting. Oh, I did vote for him, yes. He got one vote. He got the McLaughlin. I love him. I he's think been he should, McLaughlin. I think he should win. I honestly think he should win. Oh, Megan. Yes, because he had a presence when he wasn't there. I think it would be so rock star to win when, when you weren't even ha- in half the season. That would be kind of insane. Yeah, I'd love it. Joey. Oh, I'm here for the ladies, here for the lead actress in a drama series. The nominees are Emma Darcy, House of the Dragon, Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets, Elizabeth Moss, The Handmaid's Tale, Bella Ramsey, The Last of Us, Carrie Russell, The Diplomat, Sarah Snook, Succession, and Amelda Staunton for The Cramp. And I'm happy to say, as a, as a lifelong fan of The Dressmaker, the winner is <gasps> yes. Sarah Snook for success. I mean, there is no other. I mean, uh, they are uh, all strong performances, but there's this is another runaway category, which I imagine it would be runaway at the Emmys, too. Oh, my God. I, I, I want her to win so bad. I love her so much. <laughs> I mean, if she doesn't win for this, I mean, the, the only consolation would be is that it would be Melanie Linsky. But uh yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, we have had a fantastic evening here. And four so, hours long. <laughs> all those performances. <laughs> all the, Can you believe what Jimmy Kimmel did this year? That was uh, terrible. <laughs> he's dead now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is not dead again. We're, this is not a news broadcast. It's a joke, people. <laughs> <laughs> and the nominees for drama series are Better Call Saul, House of the Dragon, The Last of Us, Succession, The White Lotus, Sicily, and Yellow Jackets. And the winner is. Succession. Whoa. I mean, Whoa. <laughs> did you just do the the Wayne's World Zoom? Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this one was another uh, runaway category as well, with uh, the White Lotus uh, coming in second. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah. I, every year we do this, I always put a note in the instructions, which I don't even know if anybody reads this, but I always put, don't, this is not a prediction contest. This is what you think is actually the best show. It's, it's all about, this is 
Let's not predict anything. This is, you know, your, the voters takes on this. So hopefully um, that, uh, that continues, but it is hard to say that another show is better than succession from this Emmy season. Yeah, I will say, I, yeah, I agree. I will say that I like that. I do sometimes think some people uh, are trying to predict some stuff, maybe when they do nominees and things. But I do think that the Cooler Awards, you know, there's a lot of like really cool random stuff in there. Yeah, um, which I think is cool. Like Helen uh, New York, I like that. You know, Alan Ruck is in there. I like that. You know, even though I don't think that Jennifer Coolidge should be nominated for The Watcher, I like that that sort of thing is in there. So, yeah. I think they did uh, a good job. I think the like everybody did a great job of nominating. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good stuff. There is. Um, although there was a, a negative comment that said the, the Cooler Awards are less adventurous than the Emmys. <laughs> I think I mean, we're pretty adventurous. Well, what can you do? I mean, this is the Readers of Awards Daily. Right, yeah. Don't blame us. Blame the readers. <laughs> <laughs> and also, please like and subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> All right. the new motto. You guys are to blame. Well, now let's head to the after party, shall we? Does drink. Yes. <laughs> the after party consists of brushing my teeth and going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting up the parties. Jeremy hey. Allen... Jeremy my, Allen White and I were spotted <laughs> together. I mean, I, I want to come clean on that. I, he's with someone else. El <laughs> hey, that, it might get crazy, Clarence. That Stranger Things shirt may come off 10 minutes. <laughs> that will not happen. That, there's not <laughs> enough alcohol in the world to make me strip naked in public. <laughs> uh, you're so not gay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump to the flash forward to the media we're most anticipating in the upcoming week. And um, Megan, why don't you go first? Okay, uh, I'm I'm almost done with Lessons in Chemistry, uh, the book. The book? Okay. So, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, I plan on starting the screeners for the limited series soon. Um, so that, um, when, okay, no, there's nothing. Next week is when a, there's a lot of stuff that I want to see. Um, but this week's probably doing that. Um and maybe, uh, yeah, I don't have, I don't have a lot that I want to do this week. <laughs> I know next week is when I'm going to be ready for like Survivor and for the Golden Bachelor. I'm really excited about that. So, um, but yeah, for this week, I'm just really excited also for the podcast of, of what, how did this get made to talk about Jonathan and Livingston Siegel because I want to see what they have to say about it or hear what they have to say. Nice, Joey. Um, for some reason it is taking me forever to get through the book version of red white and royal blue um <laughs> even though it's like i'm i'm very much enjoy- i'm not saying like i'm getting through it because it's like super long or anything it's i mean i only have like 100 pages left um so i i'm probably gonna start something new i think i'm gonna start fellow travelers or all the light we cannot see one of those two since I want to read both of those before I see the shows, which I do a screeners too. I randomly watched Jason and I randomly watched the nun because we had never seen it. Cause we were like, Oh, we're going to see the nun too. 
Um, I guess now we're, we're obligated to see them too. Um, and then I got a screener to Flora and Son, which I really like. Uh, was it Jim? That looks Carney? cute. Jim Carney's movies. Um, I love. I cannot stop. Still not like you know. Almost eight years later, cannot stop talking about how much I love Sing Street. Um, and then I also want to see uh, It Lives Inside, which is a horror movie coming out. Um, it's getting spoopy up in here, and um, and then. <laughs> So we've been sort of like every week or every other week we have like I, I call you know gay movie night where I have a whole bunch of gays over. We watch like a movie that Joey considers to be. It's basically I make my my gay friends sort of watch movies that I love that no one has seen. Um, so no one saw. No one has ever seen Death Becomes Her. No one has ever seen. You know, there's been a couple of times that we've done this. And usually I bake something and we watch something. And so this week I am baking a. I, I got a pumpkin dessert magazine. I'm an 80-year-old lady. And I'm going to be making a pumpkin pie slash pecan pie pie. The uh, recipe says you never have to choose again between the two of them. And uh, we're going to watch the first Wives Club. Because uh. I, I rewatched it on a whim, randomly. You know, I don't have to have an excuse to watch first Wives Club. Um... But God, I love that movie so much. And I brought that up to a couple of my friends and they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So um, I was apparently born and put on this earth to go to central Ohio to uh, make baked goods and force my faggoty agenda on people. So I'm not fine with that. But yeah. Amazing. That sounds fun. Come on out. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I forgot to mention that I also caught up on, uh, I've started my spooky watching season. Um, we uh, decorated for Halloween this weekend uh, and we watched Hocus Pocus yeah. Saturday night. That was, what, that was what we did. We watched Hocus Pocus <laughs> um, because uh, we needed a little, uh, a little Halloween spirit up in this house. And uh, some of us can't handle horror movies. So, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> And then I watched uh, Talk to Me, which I thought was fine. I don't get the adoration for it. Uh, You'd think it was, if you look at the tweets, you'd think it was the second coming of Hereditary. Um, But it's it's just a very fine movie. Um, I did did text Joey and Megan in the first, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but I, I did text Joey in the first five minutes. I did not realize it was set in Australia. And I said, this would be, 15%. 15%. No, did I say six? I think it's a, this would be 6% scarier if they didn't have Australian accents. <laughs> I just don't find it scary when people talk in an adorable accent. <laughs> Ding guy. <laughs> there was a kangaroo that was run over in the road. I mean, I know this is a different country and yes, there are kangaroos that run in the wild, but I was like, Oh, that's sad and kind of cute. <laughs> anyway. I thought really random is that A24 released a like a hand, but mm-hmm. it's it's like a it's like a um, it's like I don't know what you call it. A it, it's listed on the website as a smoking device. You know, you can put weed in the top of it and smoke oh. out of the hand. But the thing that bothers me about it was like they didn't do that in the movie. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> also, it's not. It's not. It's not a uh, reflective of what happens in the movie. <laughs> Why did they miss out on the um, extremely inventive and brilliant marketing campaign that I just came up with that says, talk to the hand? 
Oh I mean, my god! <laughs> come on, it's right there, people. <laughs> oh Instantly. my god, that's genius. Another thirty million to the bottom line. Another thirty million <laughs> just for talk to the hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also didn't like the uh, main character at all, and I didn't care at all what happened to her in the end of the movie. <laughs> so, you know, the creepiest shit happens to the kid. Yes. Oh, that yes. shower thing. Ugh, ugh, yes. Ugh. I'm not really like squeamish when I watch stuff. I yell a lot when I watch stuff, but that was I was like, ugh, ugh. I can't do it. It was the desk before ugh. that 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 was like I was like I don't need to watch any more of this. Um, I'm gonna finish Boogie Nights, uh, and um, I also have Screeners to Floor and Sun. So Joey, thanks for stealing my thunder. Um, this weekend is my annual trip to uh, Walt Disney World and Universal yeah. Studios. Huh. So I will be attending Halloween Horror Nights on Thursday yeah. night. I will be writing about it for Awards Daily um, because there are a lot of film and television properties that are, have been transformed into haunted houses, including Stranger Things. Um, oh, so I should probably watch that season before I go to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time. Are you going to Halloween Horror Nights? I am first week of October. Oh god. <laughs> Pay money to walk behind you. Um well the funny thing is I'm going with a girl, one of Jason's like colleagues is going and she hates anything related to horror. And I was like, Why are you going? She's like, it'll be fun. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> are you what not are you going on like a weekend night? We're going on Friday night. Oh, good luck. Whoa, why, why? Did you just buy a single ticket or did you let's talk offline? I'm sorry, we sure. don't order all the <laughs> listeners. Um you, you need you need some help because I you, you'll never do it all. Uh but um <laughs> as I'm flying down, as I'm taking breaks, uh trying to go to bed, I am going to binge Veep um after <sighs> after my dalliance with Julia Louis Dreyfus at the Italian oh, yes. Film Festival. I uh I've I've Wanted to rewatch Veep, and so I think it's I think it's time. Uh, books wise, I am trying to get through The Lion Club by Annie Ward. Uh, this is not a ringing endorsement at all. It is a this book. I think I mentioned this last week. This book so badly wants to be Big Little Lies. It's 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 just not good. It is not good. I'm like six eight hours into it, and I just I cannot wait for it to be over. So, which anyway. one is this again? It's called The Lying Club by Annie Ward. Oh. Okay. So avoid that one. Not a fan. Uh, all right. So does that cover it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. So join us next week when we go through our fantasy Oscar race. Um, every year we say we're going to try to come up with some way to get listeners and readers involved. And every year we fail you. So I apologize. But uh you know, what can we do? This is not our full-time job. So um, we'll be doing that next week. And uh, yeah, so join us then. So we are the three M's, contributors Joey Moser, Megan McLaughlin, and me, Clarence Moy. Thanking you for joining us, asking you to remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And wishing you a very pleasant tomorrow. Oh my God, for a second there, I almost had a Mitch McConnell stroke. <laughs>